The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Being kind to yourself, treating yourself with metta, which, as we discussed, is really the base of treating the world with metta, is, is holding yourself with kindness. So what did you discover in that conversation? Jump in, we have a little time, especially if you haven't spoken today. I, I'd like to invite you if you haven't spoken yet. In my case, I felt the connection with Gail. It seems like she's saying the same thing, like what I was feeling. You know, it's like, like nice. what she said is exactly how I felt. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an eye opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I f- I felt that uh, my feeling good about myself it depends on other people's approval, mm-hmm. which I have to let go. Right. Yeah. It's interesting to dis- discover the similarity. Like, oh yeah, that mm-hmm. too, that too. And discovering more about yourself and what needs to, what's, what's wholesome and what's not helpful to let go of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. What else? A little closer to even stranger. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what comes up for me again and again in, in inside this practice environment and outside is is when you reach that um, threshold of going over a place where you can stay grounded enough in your seat <clears throat> and hold composure. Um, be relaxed and just, uh, I guess some people would say, be yourself. Um, but it's so easy to go over the threshold, even in these small group environments, and especially with practice. Um, it's a very kind of soft place. Um, how, to, how to work with it, with, with that peeking over. How to be okay with that is uh, always been a koan that I haven't really been able to crack. Yeah. Mm. So it, it's, it's something that you're practicing with and sitting with is, is holding the stability being in a stable place um, while, you, especially while you're talking and interacting, hearing and listening and sharing and, and, and one can lose one's Center is that's what you're. That's a and that's that's a practice. It's a practice to mm-hmm. to be with that to to be stable, especially while you're talking and, and and listening. Yeah, it's not easy practice, but it's great practice. Yeah, okay. Especially when you're sharing from the heart. When you're sharing from the heart. Yeah. Thank you. 
Any, any other thoughts that came up? Anything else you discovered? Now it's a little echoey all of a sudden again, no? Can we turn it down just a tad, just a little bit? Thank you. Anything else you discovered from, discu- from discussing what, what supports and what hinders? Great. And say your name, if you would. Uh, Bill. I found awareness to be a great help in, ki- in ki- bringing up kindness. And it's, I don't know, is, is kindness really inherent in, inherent in part of our body? Yeah. Is it inherent in our torso and our breath and heartbeat? Yeah. I mean, I think it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Lovely. You know, otherwise, we'd probably just knock ourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love how you're talking about it, Bill. But is it inherent? It is. And also, all it takes is that awareness because it really is loving awareness. I like the, the phrase that Jack Hornfield uses. It's, it's really loving awareness. When you actually become aware, uh, love it is, is imbued, can be imbued in that awareness. Or if it's not quite there, you can imbue your awareness with that kindness, with that gentleness to turn it, to turn it. One quick thing I wanted to mention is that one thing that uh, folks often discover in what hinders uh, us from being kind to ourselves is we think that um, if we're kind, then we're letting ourselves off the hook. Then we're not going to be productive, be good, be this, be that if we're kind. And actually research shows that um, self-kindness is much more effective um, in, in us behaving well in the world, whatever that is. It's, it's not the same as indulging ourselves. There's a, there's a, if we had more time, we'll talk, we would have talked about it. But basically, explore that in yourself. Being kind is different from being self-indulgent. There's a, there's a huge difference between the two, and not to mistake them for one another. So I'd like to close by just sharing one quick inspirational teaching that I shared with you earlier. I, I said I would share it, and the day is coming to an end. We have like 30 seconds left or less. And I do want to share this with you and just let you chew on it. Um, it's actually from from a simile of the saw. And in this, in, this, um, in this sutta, the Buddha sets the bar really, really high for inspiration, the aspiration for loving kindness. And I just want to leave you with that. It's not that you're capable of doing it today, I'm capable of it, but just, oh, it can be, it can be, uh, as an inspiration. And I actually gave a talk about the whole sutta a few years ago. It's a beautiful sutta, and it's it's available if any of you become intrigued. So here we go. Something to sit with. Practitioners, Even if bandits were to sever you savagely, limb by limb, with a two-handed saw, he who gave rise to a mind of hate towards them would not be carrying out my teaching. Therein, herein, practitioners, you should train thus. Our minds will remain unaffected, and we shall utter no evil words. We shall abide compassionate for their welfare with a mind of loving-kindness, without inner hate. We shall abide pervading them with a mind imbued with loving-kindness. 
and starting with them, we shall abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill-will. That is how you should train practitioners. It's a pretty high bar, but it's something for all of us to aspire to. There is room to grow in our love. So with that, our time has come to an end together. So I want to thank you all for being here and practicing together. It's been a rich day, and I hope it's been helpful and useful in your practice. Yeah. Thank you. And now Kate has... That's okay. So I'm wondering if there would be one volunteer to help look over the kitchen and make sure it's okay. Okay, Noel, thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's good. That'd be great. Are there two people to help take out garbage and compost? Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank, thank you. Thank you both. And are there three people who might be able to look at the bathrooms and just make sure they're in order? Thanks, Austin. Thank you. Thank you, Jan. Thank you. Thanks, Layla. Appreciate that. Pardon? Yes, there are cleaning supplies that people can find in each each of the bathrooms and supply and instructions. So thank you all. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you.